Hi. So we're spending so much more time trying to get all of our work tasks done. And the sad truth of the matter is right now we're spending little time, uh, less and less time actually trying to do it more efficiently. And so I get it. You know, I, I who has time to actually spend time learning new things, right? I, I, I'm the same way. Uh, it takes time to, to learn something that's going to save you time. So it's kind of an interesting conundrum, even though spending that time will make you faster moving forward. You feel like you can't give up that time to, to learn that. So I understand, uh, but no problem. So in this show, what I'm going to, I'm going to go over with you today is 10 awesome, quick, easy to learn Microsoft 365 tips that will make you more efficient and, uh, and, and help you move along faster, right? So before I get started though, first, I'm Jim Gast and this is No Law Firm Left Behind. And uh, No Law Firm Left Behind is here to help make your law firm more competitive, uh, keep your attorneys and staff productive and efficient, and ultimately to help you get clients. Um, and so uh, to get them calling you is like the, really the key. So better service, faster service, uh, more efficient, uh, customers are going to come back quicker to you. But since it's just me today, I'm missing Dave and Vinny. Guys, hi, how are you? I'm sure you're out there watching today. Um, I'm just going to go get right to it. And so today's show might not be 20 minutes. It might be a quicker show than I think. Um, but I want to give you these great tips. First, we get these questions a lot, uh, more often than I want to get them. Uh, what do I do if uh, if my emails are just, not, they're all automatically going to my deleted items folder, Okay. Um, very common thing, sadly, in, in situations where there's a compromise. Now, that's not a tip, but it is a tip in a sense. If you see something like that happening right away, give your IT people a call. Not going to make you more efficient, but, um, but definitely a huge tip that I wanted to start off with. If you see something like that happening, you're, you're potentially compromised. Now, what if you want that to happen intentionally? Well, there's no way to really, there's a couple of uh, mistakes you can make to, uh, to accidentally make your, your emails deleted. But what if you want to move them into certain folders with a click of a button? Or maybe you repeat sending an email to somebody every time you get this type of email. What do you do? <clears throat> well, there are things called rules that you can, that can automate things. But what if it's a little bit more complex than a rule? There's something called uh, quick steps in, in, in the top of your outlook on your desktop that uh, has some little icons on it. Microsoft has been there for a few years that most people overlook. By adding a new quick step, what you can do is say, I want to send this email to this person and put it in this folder and make it red at the same time. Or I want to send it to this person. I want to put it in this folder or make it red at the same time. There's a whole bunch of options. It's really a nice little quick, easy way to automate repetitive tasks. Well, suppose I get a receipt from, uh, from one of my staff that I need to send to our bookkeeper. No problem. I do a quick step and I say, you know, I program the quick step, send this to our bookkeeper and put a copy of it in this folder at the same time. Lots of different options, or maybe even schedule a meeting for that matter. There's a lot of different options or quick steps. Something people just don't look at, and they actually see it up there all the time and take it for granted. Now, um, another thing to be more efficient is 
maybe I want to share my calendar with somebody or somebody has shared their calendar with me and I'm out on the road and I need to, or I'm in a court or I'm, you know, with a client and I need to, um, I need to look up somebody's calendar real quick. Well, on Outlook Mobile, all you've got to do to, to see their calendar, if it's already been shared with you, is go to the calendar icon, uh, the date, your calendar in your Outlook Mobile. Up by the month, there is a little calendar icon that doesn't look like anything, but it's a button. Click it and it'll drop down all of the calendars that you have already put in there, including your calendar. If you don't see the calendar of the person that shared it with you in that list already, then at the bottom, you can click or no, right underneath that calendar icon, there's another calendar icon circle with a plus sign on it that you can click and you can add a shared calendar. And all you do is type the person's name in there. Then it'll put you in, put their calendar in a list of calendars. And all you got to do is select it. And now their calendar is overlaid on top of yours. Fantastic feature. I have about six different calendars in my Outlook mobile that, uh, that I look at all the time. I'll give you a little tip on that one on how to schedule on that using that uh, multiple people at the same time in just a minute. What if you want to share your calendar with somebody, but you're not in front of your computer and somebody's trying to uh, somebody's trying to use something on your calendar? Well, it's very similar. So in other words, before I, what I mentioned was you can open up some calendar that someone has shared with you. And on the other hand, you can share your calendar with somebody that needs to open your calendar. No problem. Again, go to your calendar in Outlook Mobile. Go to the icon next to the month that it's very kind of doesn't really look like a button, but it is a button. It's a calendar icon. Click it. And then you'll see in the list of calendars, your calendar. It will say calendar. There's a gear next to it. You click that gear and at the bottom of that, you can click invite somebody to your calendar. And you may even see a, a list of people in your organization that you can pick from. And if you don't, you just click the plus sign and type in their name. Now you're sharing that to their count to that person so they can open your calendar on the desktop or on the mobile. Uh, so really nice one. What if you want to give some time options to somebody? You're sending an email back and forth to somebody. You're trying to find a schedule to meet up with them. All right. So it's really kind of challenging. I hate going back and forth with, hey, how does Tuesday at 10 o'clock work? No, that doesn't. How does Wednesday at 11 o'clock work? Well, that doesn't work for me. I, I just, it, it really is very hard to go back and forth. And I think it's poor customer service to do so. So instead, what I like to do um, is actually give them a list in my Outlook, <clears throat> in my email of the, uh, of the options that I have available right then and there, instead of just one or two or three or hand typing them all. And it makes it, it works really well on the Outlook Mobile. I've yet to find a feature similar on the Outlook desktop. Microsoft, that is a plea for this function in the desktop. But if you're on your mobile, actually, by the way, I sometimes just go to my mobile just because I love this function so much rather than trying to do something in my Outlook desktop. Open up the new email or respond to an email. On the lower left-hand side in Outlook, um, you can actually click the little, um, the little, the little, um, uh, calendar icon. It's a calendar icon and then click send availability with send availability. It opens up your calendar. Now this is your calendar. So you can go through your calendar, scroll through your calendar and say, Oh, 1030 to 1130. No problem. 1030 to 1130, 1130, 1230, you know, and I can pick all these and say, um, say, okay. And then it puts that in a nice list in that email for the person to look at. Mind you, I want you to keep one thing in mind on this. This is not 
something they can click on and then book with you. It's not that at all. All it is is a list that they can respond and say, that date works great. Let's go with that. Really cool tip on this, kind of a bonus, if you will. What if you're trying to schedule three people at the same time in your organization with one person outside of your organization? No problem. Remember I told you, you can, you can open their shared calendar. A little tip is go to your calendar, view, which make sure you can view everyone's, you're viewing everyone's calendar that you want to view in the calendar before you reply to the email or create the new email. Then when you, if you're, if you're able to view everybody's calendar, then when you go to pick those times by, by, um, by giving them, um, giving them the schedule options, right? It'll show not only your calendar, but the other's calendars that you had just shown, you just shown on your calendar. So that's a little confusing. Um, it's an advanced function. It's, it's, it's a hidden thing, not really talked about a whole lot. Um, but again, if you want to give times that multiple people are available, go to your calendar first, make sure you pick the calendars of the other people. So you're looking at all three of your calendars at the same time in your calendar on your Outlook mobile, then pop over to the email, do your response, click the send, um, the send availability. And then you, when you're seeing that availability, you'll see that overlay as well for everyone's calendars. Then you can find the available times, try it. It, it works well. Let me tell you, it, when you're going back and forth with three people in your organization and other people in, your, in the outside of the organization, that's a big time saver right there. Now, um, <clears throat> so I love that one. It really has worked well. I wish Microsoft would say, show, let me show other calendars in that send availability, but they haven't done that yet. Eventually, that'll come. Um, so here's another one. Let's suppose you've got a document that you need to send to somebody, right? And, uh, and you need to scan it in and send it to them in some form or fashion. Well, you know, there, there's a way to do this in your Outlook mobile. And a lot of these are Outlook mobile because they're really efficiency. You want to work anywhere. You want to want to do things fast wherever you're at, right? So a lot of these are mobile tips. So what you can do is uh, two things. One, obviously you can take a picture of it and, um, and you can click the attach the paperclip button. Everybody remember the paperclip from the from the, the early two thousands and 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 before. Uh, it's not clippy. Don't worry. Uh, we're not going back to that. But it's a paperclip. It's simple for attach, and you can attach a picture. You can attach a document from your OneDrive. You can attach a uh, document from SharePoint. Heck, you can attach documents from other attachments in emails and uh, things that are on your actual phone as well. Uh, so that that's one way to do it. The other thing that you can do, and I love this feature, is use the camera button on your on your email. So you open up an email or you're responding to an email, and at the bottom, there's the camera button. So you click that camera button. And you have some options in the camera button. You have, it's either a document or a picture or a whiteboard or something along those lines. So if you're taking a picture of a whiteboard and send it to them, change it to whiteboard, slide it over and change it to whiteboard. But if it's a document and you want it to be read, readable like a document, um, you pick document, you, you, you click the camera button, it'll take the picture. You can add other ones if you want to, um, but then you say done and it puts that in the email so that they can see that. Um, it's not an attachment. It's actually an embedded, an embedded image inside of the document itself. So, um, so if you're looking for an attachment of a PDF or something like that, I'm going to have something else for that in just a moment here. So does that make sense? Click the attach, uh, the paperclip and then attach, uh, attach a file. 
there's a couple other features in there that maybe you haven't seen in the past. Um, I'll tell you, uh, one of the other ones I like here, um, Teams. <laughs> Has anybody here been late to a Teams meeting? Um, I, I have, right? Or been running really, really close and I don't want to be late. And so what I'll do is I'll use Teams on my phone and I'll start the meeting on my phone, okay? Or I'll join the meeting from my phone. Um, and then what I do is, you know, I actually, you know, announce, hey, I'm on my phone. Sorry, I'm going to transfer my computer in a minute. Uh, and then when I get in front of my computer, um, I open up my Teams and then it has a nice bar at the top. So there's a meeting going on that you're already involved in. Do you want to join this meeting? That's on the desktop. Okay. So I'm having a meeting on my phone. I open up my desktop teams. There that button is at the top. I click the join button. It actually just now it just shows it to you. So there's nothing you really have to do to go find it. And so I say join. Then it gives you two options. Now, one of the options is add this. So you can now have two things going, two things for meeting and you're meeting in. I don't want to confuse people, obviously. There's no purpose in that for me right now. But instead, the other one is transfer. So hang on. I say, hang on, guys. I'm going to transfer my desktop. I click transfer. It ends the team meeting on my phone and pops it open on my computer. And now I'm con I'm going forward uh, with that meeting just as if I, I started it right there at my desktop. Awesome thing about this, it works in reverse. So if I need to start a meeting with somebody and I need to get on the road afterwards, uh, right as a, in the middle of the meeting, you know, obviously I can tell them, hey guys, I'm going to start this meeting right here, but I'm going to move it to my phone in a moment. Let's go ahead and, uh, and, and start. Or maybe I didn't know that, but I need to leave right away. So same thing, start the meeting in Teams on the desktop, have your meeting, whatever you got to do. Then when you got to leave, open up Teams on your phone and it has a little join button up there. It tells you, hey, there's a meeting going on in another device. No problem, join, transfer, and it moves over to the phone. Really smart functionality, if, if you ask me. Um, one I learned yesterday, thanks to Vinny. Vinny, I didn't know that this was a feature, <clears throat> something I didn't know before. Uh, what if I want to know who's read my team's chats, right? Um, it, it, hey, you know, we have group chats going on and I need to make sure that everybody has read it or, or somebody missed it. Um, and I want to make sure that I circle back around to them to make sure that they know that I put a message out that is important for everybody. Obviously, you can do sense of urgency and stuff like that. But still, I want to know who read it. And so um, you have to turn on read receipts in Teams. If that is turned off, this function will not work. And how do you do that in your Teams up by your your picture, your avatar, you click up there and there's uh, where you go to Teams options or settings and you find read receipts in there. Now, once that is on, then any message that you send in Teams, any chat that you send in Teams, you can right click on it or click the, I'm sorry, yeah, right click on it or click the ellipses when you hover over top of it and you'll see at the bottom of the list on the desktop version, uh, three of six read this message and you can click on that and see who has not and who has read it. On the phone version of Teams, the, the same feature, it's already turned on, right? Um, you, uh, you, hold, you click and hold the chat that you, um, that you sent, the message that you sent, and then it'll pop up and it will show you, you know, three of six read this message and you click on it and see who has and has not. I think that's really cool because it's nice to keep track of uh, people that you, you need to, um, you need to kind of be aware of something that didn't actually see it. Um, plus there's accountability on something like that too. Now, um, moving over into OneDrive, 
Um, a lot of people ask me all the time, hey, you know, I've got this document that I need to scan and turn it into a PDF. What do I do? Now, I'll be honest with you, when, when, I'm, on a, when I'm in a hurry and, and, uh, and, and I need a document, OneDrive is like my go-to mobile phone scanner. Sometimes it's even more efficient than using my ScanSnap, which I love, okay, because I can lay it there. I can open up a OneDrive app and there's the camera button. You click the camera button and now you're scanning that document just like you do an attachment to an Outlook mobile email, right? Now you're taking a picture of that document and um, in, one, in the OneDrive mobile app. Then, uh, then, then when you take that picture, you get a little icon where you can actually add a, add another page and another page and another page and you know as many pages as you need, and then click the done button. When it's done, um, and you're in the OneDrive app, you have the ability to change the name of it and tell where you want to save it. Um, and I like that feature, right? So I, it saves it immediately as a PDF wherever you ask it to save it in SharePoint on your phone on your, in your OneDrive and so on and so forth. So very well integrated, um, a very, very well integrated scanner. If you ask me from a OneDrive functionality perspective. And so finally, I'm going to end on this one today. Look at that guys. I think you'll be proud of me. I'm going to go, I'm going to go right on time today. And so, uh, you know, we're out on the road, we're moving, we're constantly doing things and, and we're busy and the work from any, anywhere thing means we have to be efficient. Um, because, you know, well, listen, face it, it. I mean, the idea of working from anywhere is efficiency. And so what if there's somebody or, or a number of people that I don't want to miss an email from? Uh, I get text message pop-ups, right? That's fantastic. Um, I can have all of my emails pop up and alert me on my phone, which is annoying, right? Uh, nothing worse than getting a pop-up for, hey, do you want to buy this, that, or the other? Um, but if I turn my notifications off, then uh, what I can do is make somebody a favorite contact in my Outlook mobile. Again, I don't know the way to do this in Outlook desktop. Maybe there's a feature. Um, but suppose you have somebody you're dealing with on a, on a case or, or a vendor or something like that. And you don't want to miss it. It's a very important email to you. You go into the Outlook search, which is at the bottom in the middle. It's the magnifying glass in your Outlook mobile app. And then you put the person's name into the search field. Um, you'll want to change it to people because you want to look for a contact record. And then on that contact record, you click on it and open it. And next to the person's name or right above it is a little star. It's very, it's very easy to miss. I missed it for a long time until then I saw it. And I'm like, what is that? And then all of a sudden I clicked it and I made that person a favorite. And now because that person's a favorite, their emails pop up and notify me specifically or I have a, it automatically builds a search folder in the Alec Mobile where I can go and see all that person's emails. So little tip there, uh, 10 tips to help you keep be more efficient. I know that took 20 minutes, but hopefully you can, uh, you can benefit from those and uh, move forward efficiently, more efficiently. Real quick, again, if you're not a member of a NOFA law firm left behind group on LinkedIn, sorry, uh, here's the link to it. Sorry, again, not a pretty URL. I'll say it every time. LinkedIn, get us nice, pretty vanity URLs for our groups. Um, but snap a, snap a picture of that right? if you, uh, you want to join our group. We put out all kinds of great tips and uh, tricks and all kinds of interesting content in our LinkedIn group. And so listen, we'll see you again next Tuesday, 1030. Looking forward to it. Take care. My name is Jim Gass. No law from Left Behind. Enjoy. <music>